Welcome to CarePod, a safe place to educate, inspire, and renew the caregiver. Listen in with our host, Dr. Kipley Bell, as she interviews different experts along the caregiving journey. So I'm so excited. I have a dear friend and colleague that I have a lot of respect for, Melody Baldwin. She is an expert in her own right, a thought leader in her own right in the field of dermatology, a decade's worth of dermatology experience as a physician assistant and, you know, have treated young old, young to end of life, various diseases of the skin, uh, commonalities of the skin, rare uh, presentations of skin disease. And I wanted to bring her in to discuss, you know, the skin as we age and, you know, what we should be looking for and identifying, uh, how often should we check our skin, bring our loved ones in for mole checks, for example, etc. So welcome to the Care Pod, Melody. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. I'm so excited. Yes. So I, I always begin, you know, every podcast with your why, you know, my guests, why, what, what brought you to, you know, the field of medicine and specifically your interest in dermatology? Yeah. So I've, I've always loved taking care of people and I just had a huge interest in science, uh, chemistry. So I, I was very interested on in how the body works. Um, my dad, since I was young, suffered severely from psoriasis. So I kind of grew up in that environment of going to the dermatologist with him and um, seeing how it affected, you know, his life, his uh, friendships, his careers, you know, especially back then, a lot of people didn't know much about it and his treatment was very um, minimal. So I just kind of got um, an understanding of how important it is to help people. And that's how I got into medicine. Um, I was originally pre-med and then my counselor had I was like, hey, you ever heard of being a physician assistant? I was like, no. So I looked into it and I interviewed a physician assistant and a physician and I just felt just felt led to being the physician assistant. I kind of don't like being the leader per se. I just kind of like being the person behind scenes. But I really enjoyed uh, just being that firsthand support to the physician and just working hand on hand in that. And um, yeah, that was just my vibe. And I, and I went with that and I did my clinical rotation in Durham and I just knew without a shadow of doubt that this was what I wanted to do. I just love it so, so much. Yes, and it, it definitely shows in the work that you do. Melody has a, a large patient following and, you know, a legacy in her own right. She speaks of, you know, what not being a leader, but you, you are a thought leader in our community. Even having been a patient of hers directly, uh, I can speak firsthand to her experience. But there's something key you said about, you know, those early experiences. It's so interesting, the, the guests that I've had to date that were all this kind of walking legacy of our parents or a mentor or someone significant in our life that paved the way. And those early memories of going to the dermatologist with your dad, what what was the best? And what was the worst, for lack of a negative term, or what were the, the the pain points that you decided to take with you and and have 
you know, shaped or transformed your own career path? I think um, the best was just seeing how excited my dad would get when there was a new treatment out. So, um, or he was, a treatment was approved and he was allowed to get it. So I clearly remember just him uh, being so excited uh, about going into the tanning booth <laughs> for his psoriasis. He would call it why he would say this, be like, I'm going to go get nuked. Um, I think I saw the strain um, of just how much commitment it took to be on top of his disease, where he had to go to the office two to three times a week for that treatment. And I just, so it was like the negative aspect of just how tiring it was to be so on top of it. Um, just so he can have a normal lifestyle, you know, just kind of presenting with that normal skin. You know, you can just see how it affected him. I just remember him being happy when I was clearing and then embarrassed to wear shorts for summertime because of people, how they would look at him. So I kind of took that, took that all in growing up and just, I don't know, it hit my heart, hit my heart really well. Yeah. So, and, and I would assume that it gave you I guess, a greater empathy for patients with skin disease. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Yeah. So tell me, uh, what are your tips? What, what skin, what's your personal skin regimen? And, you know, what are some simple tips, even for the caregiver that says, oh my gosh, like taking care of my own skin, like that is not on the list of priorities because I have this, this, and this to do for the one that I'm caring for. What are your quick tips on a day-to-day busy caregiver? And, and what are the screening recommendations that you suggest? Yes. <laughs> um, there's a, a lot to this. Um, so I'm going to kind of start with just kind of the skin health in general. And then I love simple, simple, especially now with, I have a four-year-old toddler and going an eight month old uh, baby. And this, it's so hard to take care of yourself. You know, you're getting out the shower, you're trying to hurry. So simple, simple, simple. Um, But one thing I I realized with all the years of treating so many different types of patients, um, you know, in school, you just kind of learn, like, okay, this is the disease and this is a treatment regimen. And that's kind of how I started off. And, and just learning from all my experiences that everyone is different. There is no same person. There's no same story. And all of that affects everything. Um, and the same thing with skin. You know, your skin is your largest organ. And it's essential to understand how it reacts and responds in regards to who you are, what's your environment, what's the season, what's your stress factors, what's your age, what's your hormones, what's your genetics, um, what's your medical history like? Do you have inflammatory diseases? There's just so much um, that revolves around what's the best care for you. Um, And I feel like that's also what's been trending. I don't know if you guys have noticed that more tailored made products or individual um, quizzes that you take on certain websites is kind of like a thing now. Um, And I've noticed as I've kind of, I always try everything before I recommend it, is that's the best way to go. Like if you truly want simple care, um, want to reduce the amount of trial and error, and you want something that's specific for what's going on for your skin and your lifestyle, 
is, and I have recommendations too that I will would love to share, is to kind of gear those tailor-made products based on your answers to those questions. Um, in regards to what's going on inside of you, as far as um, systemic care, your multivitamins, your gut health, all of that, and as well as things that you're putting on top of your skin. Um, because I've also realized too that your skin responds to what's going on inside of you. So if you're not taking care of your nutrition and your, you know, the diseases that you might be suffering with, um, all of those things will affect your skin, you know, your mental health, the stresses that are on top of you, your hormones, all of that will affect your skin. So it's, it's a systemic and an external approach as well. Um, I will make this simple, I promise. But I just want to give you an idea just to kind of start off with. It's not a, oh, this product will do it kind of thing. Everyone, mm -hmm. that's kind of where you want to go to. But to simplify things, there's just kind of three steps that you want to go with. You want to cleanse, you want to protect, and you want to renew. That's kind of cleanse, how it's protect, protect, cleanse, and protect, and renew. Cleanse, yeah. protect, and renew. So take me with cleanse because... Uh you know, what's your myth buster on cleanse? Because, you know, we hear don't wash your face with soap, you know, your regular bar soap, that's a no, no, you know, so what are your myth busters as a specialist? As far as cleansing? Well, the first thing is you really want to remove just kind of that surface. Um, well, for daytime, you want to remove um because as you're sleeping, your body, your skin releases toxins and it sits on the surface. So that morning cleanse is really important um, if you're sleeping through the night. So you want to kind of remove that. So that usually just takes kind of a one-time cleanse. As far as like bedtime, when you've gone through the day, and everyone's different with their work shifts. I noticed that too. But mm -hmm. when you're day, you really want to just get off that surface you know, whether it's makeup or just that dirt or that dust or whatever collected on your skin. So I usually recommend two cleanses. Um, you want to just kind of okay. get first and then cleanse your clean skin. I feel like that's really important just to kind of get that, that off. So your morning cleanse is really important because as you're sleeping, your body is actually detoxifying. So a lot of toxins, surface oils sit on your skin for the morning. So that morning cleanse is important to remove that and kind of give you that fresh skin to kind of put your moisturizer on and your cleanser. I mean, your makeup. <laughs> and then at night, or, and like I said, everyone's a little different with their shifts. Some people work during the night and sleep during the day. But when you're done your day, that a second cleanse is important. So your first cleanse, you want to remove just the gook of the day, the dirt, the dust, your makeup. And then from there, you want to clean your skin. So that's what I recommend as far as cleansing. I do believe there is differences in types of cleansers. A lot of your bar soaps that are for your body, they differ in how they affect the pH levels. They are a little bit more harsh. And as far as, um, sorry, I lost my thought there. <laughs> but it's that's mainly, okay. it's, oh, that's what I remember. The pH levels and as well as they affect the microbiome of, this, of the skin. So with your facial cleansers, they're geared more towards what's best for your pH level, your microbiome, um, 
skin type for the for the face so that's why we say kind of stick to specific facial cleansers and not just use your bar soap um, and that's also why we say to stay away from antibacterial because that can really kill a lot of the natural um, bacterial growth and yeast growth that's essential uh, for the face and you know that is so that's a really important buzzword you use i'm so glad you mentioned this this concept of the microbiome because we understand that as it relates to gut health you know by and large but but you know wrapping our heads around a, a level of bacteria that is essential for skin health and so that is an important point that antibacterial skin cleansers are not necessarily akin to that pH balance that we need to create optimum, you know, uh, skin balance. So that that's really, that's an important point. Yes. If you think about babies, a lot of newborns, they get acne and rashes because their skin bacterial and yeasts are developing. And as they're developing, they're going through weird phases of a rash or acne. So when we start messing with the proper amounts of bacteria and natural yeast that's supposed to be on our skin. As a result, we can kind of get that those rashes and those acnes because we're disturbing the natural too much. Yes, really good point. So uh, just on the note about the, you know, the twice a day cleansing and the person that is out in the environment or needs to get rid of makeup or the nighttime toxins that are being released, et cetera. What do you say to the old old, to the one that is pretty much bed bound or homebound, not really in that daily grind or regimen? Would you recommend that same routine regardless? No. So for the ones that don't really you know, like you said, bed bound, but just the, the twice a day cleansing um, is just fine. So literally just a, a, a nice cleanse in the morning, nice cleanse at night is really all you, all you need. You don't need that first removal. I should say the, the double cleanse at night. They wouldn't, they wouldn't need. Okay. 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 And so then now we move to protect. Mm-hmm. protect. <laughs> so again, like I mentioned, our skin is the largest organ. It's literally made to protect us um, from environment from getting in so when we strip the moisture we're leaving our skin open to so many things um a lot of like dry skin the whole thing um i know a lot of when as we mature we lose collagen we lose um elasticity we lose the ability for our skin to hold natural moisture so dry skin is such a big problem in aging skin and when you have that dry skin those pores everything is just open to your own bacteria i don't know if you notice that sometimes when you have dry skin you scratch you literally right. take natural staph bacteria and it's going inside now um, because the skin's not in that protect mode. Um, you know, just lots of things. Your skin just becomes oversensitive. So we want to restore that moisture to give us that protection that our skin was originally made for. So with that protection, every, again, that's when it con everyone's a little different with how the moisturizing levels 
you know, if they need a light moisturizer, a heavy moisturizer, I wouldn't necessarily say, you know, daytime lighter, nighttime heavier. It, it really just depends on the person's skin type and what their skin need is. So if you just tend to have more dry skin, I would say just always kind of stick with a heavier moisturizer. And if you just tend to have more of that oily skin, always stick with more of a light uh, moisturizer. But there's, you know, there's combination, depending on the age group and the, and the need, I would say everyone's a little different with that. But the moisturizer is, like I said, it's important for that. And then if you're out and about, or even if you're just sitting by a window, SPF is really important. So mm -hmm. your son, you want to kind of do your minimum 30, to be honest with you. There really is no need to be at 90 or 100 per se, but 30 is just fine. As far as reapplication, if you're sitting outdoors, you want to reapply every two hours. And if you're, you know, have makeup on and you don't want to put sunscreen on top of that, they sell so many nice powder formulations where it literally looks just like makeup powder where you can just kind of reapply again, if you're outdoors, but kind of just at one time in the morning, if you're just kind of hanging out indoors or by windows, it should be fine. But that's so important just to kind of protect from the UV damage that can occur on the skin. So what do you say to the person that says, you know what, I don't know how to test my skin to know if I'm oily, if I'm dry, if I'm combination, or my body is predominantly dry, but my face seems normal. Uh, what are your suggestions for someone who wants to figure this out at home? The kind of DIY <laughs> skin test. There is an online um, product that I'm going to recommend that you take a quiz that that, that, will, that will make your life easier because it tells you right then and there. But just kind of a summary, normal skin, you know, that's a skin type that usually doesn't have any type of skin issues so you really are not dealing with breakouts you're not dealing with eczema you're not dealing with um you know skin growths it's just kind of just got you know normal skin per se uh for that i would just just stay stick with a just kind of it's just a nice thin moisturizer is fine you don't need thick thick uh, heavy emollients kind of oil-based moisturizers for the oily skin Sometimes oily skin can disguise as dry skin. So this is where it gets a little tricky. I would say mm. if you're having more acne issues, more uh, clogged pores, blackheads, whiteheads, um, I would most likely you're oily. And then you want to kind of, again, stick to your thin moisturizers. For dry skin, obviously you would be having the eczema patches, the itchy skin, the flaky skin. Um, for that, you would want to stick to heavier, heavier moisturizers. But the, I don't know if you want me to tell the what the website now, the product now, sure. love. Again, I always try, I have my family and members try before I recommend anything. Um, but there is a website and a product line called Proven. I'm not sure if you guys heard of it. Love it. Um, that is 100% tailor-made. I have gone, I've tested myself, I did my mom, I did my sister, and um, answered specifically to their environmental needs. They ask everything. They ask to your water, the, the harshness of your water, to the UV index based on your zip code. I mean, talk wow. about- Wow. 
Yeah. They, your stress levels, they ask you about because all of that affects your skin. And from there, they actually tell you your skin type and their whole line is clean. It's preservative free. It's all natural ingredients. Um, so you're not dealing with anything. There's no true retinol in there, but there's plant-based alternatives in there. But they really do a great job with tailoring a skin line for for you and it's three simple steps you literally have your cleanser your moisturizer and then a night cream um that helps you with renewing which is our third thing that we're going to get into interesting so this is called so it's proven.com or let me see if i can get it's proven i'm not sure if it's proven.com but the line is called proven let me see if i can get that for you but um, yeah, I'll get the exact website for you. But yeah, it's, it's, it's great. So they literally take what your skin needs in three simple steps. And your regimen gets shipped to you every three months as the season changes. So as the season changes, they tweak your ingredients based on what that season can do to your skin. Yes. It, okay. I'm seeing it. It's provenskincare.com. Yes. Provenskincare.com. Okay. It's affordable. It's not crazy. Those looks, those luxury prices. It's, it's good, solid, honest stuff. Yeah. It was, it's there. The, even the developers are really cool. They're from Stanford. You got a microbiologist, you got a aesthetic dermatologist, and then a, um, a physics computer specialists that actually design properly uh give you good answers so it's really really good i I really like that line nice nice. well that's a tip for our care pod audience awesome so okay so renew let's get to renewing yeah so believe it or not after the age of 20 your skin slowly stops making new collagen Um, so we even recommend, um, even for our younger age group, to start renewing your skin even in your mid twenties because it stops by the age of forty. It completely stops. By the age of forty, you are you're not making any new collagen, uh, which is crazy. So you actually need external stimulants to trigger your cells to make that new collagen. So there's many different ways of doing that. Uh, you have, I'm sure people have heard of retinol, glycolic, os- glycolic acid, those kind of categories is what's going to renew your skin cells. So that also depends on your skin type, how you respond to that. Um, also what medications you're on. Sometimes that can, you know, interact with that, but that's what renew is. You want to stimulate collagen and the shedding of the skin cells to kind of get the old skin cells out so the new skin cells can surface up. So is there, I guess, an industry standard for collagen? Because we see so many collagen supplements and not knowing what the preservatives are to these products, et cetera. Is there an industry standard by which uh, the recommendations are made on this, the type of collagen that one ingests via powder or tablet, capsule, store brand, et cetera. I know uh, you're so, <laughs> so hard. I, at the end of the day, you know, it's so hard to give that perfect standard to follow by, but 
as long as the product lists the specific amino acids, it doesn't just say collagen blend, because at the end of the day, collagen is a group of amino acids. So if they're kind of spelling out what the collagen powder is, I think it's, you know, good. Mar the marine collagen is usually good to anything that's kind of like um, the the fish based or now this is a new thing with dolphins, <laughs> but those are really good too. That's like a vegan form of it per se. But as long as it's kind of spelling out, like these are the amino acids, it's going to build internally, then I would say it's, it's the way to go versus just saying, oh, collagen and your ingredient, uh, nutritional facts, that would be good. Absolutely. Okay. So there is a systemic line <laughs> that I'm going to recommend too. Um, because I feel like along with aging skin, we get aging hair, which is skin too. Your, your, your scalp is skin. Um, and I think that's a lot of that affects us too, as we mature. Oh my gosh. In so many ways. So there is yes. happens internally affects our skin and our hair, obviously, cause that's part of the skin. So I, like I said, recommend proven, which is a tailored three simple step. Again, make your life simple. I there's so many products out there that I love. Dermalot, Dermalogica. Oh my God, there's just so many. But a lot of that is just you're choosing or your providers choosing what they think is best for you. And it's usually you're leaving out of there with like five different things. And you're not sure when to do this, when to do that. And it adds up. So that's why I said three simple steps. Um, but a good line that's gonna meet your basic multivitamin needs, as well as other things that you may need that's specific, stress, hormones, toxins, things like that. I don't know if you ever heard of Nutrafol. Have you ever heard of Nutrafol? Yes, oh, I have like, heard of Nutrafol. By them, I swear by them. I'm just so happy they came out with Nutrafol because I feel like it was such the missing piece to everything. So not only will that help your hair, but it's going to help your skin. And even though they don't advertise for skin per se, it's their ingredients I'm telling you, look at everything are amazing, but it's going to help your internal health. So again, that's quiz based specific to your, your need, because again, as we age, our, our hair is either getting thin or it's getting coarse. It's super slow and growing again, all of that collagen elastin is with our hair too. Um, so that's a good way to keep yourself healthy internally. And yeah. like I said, simple steps externally on, on that. And they have now, a I could hear I could hear the men caregivers saying, Well, what about us? You're talking oh. about makeup, you're talking about, you know, cleansing. You know, what what do you say to to, you know, pop the to the audience? Yes. The, the metro man, the business person uh, that says, you know what, I care about my skin too. What do I do about what do we do? Same thing. Just not that well, same thing. You need two extra cleanses too. If you're if you're working outdoors, construction. Oh my god, sometimes I feel like the men need more or skincare because you guys work so hard. There were so many construction workers or men that work um, out on the seas or um, factories, you know, things like that. That's that your environmental stressors sometimes are worse than females. You need the same, even sometimes more care in your skin, um, to be honest with you. But I say the same to you, you know, three simple steps. Do you want to cleanse? Do you want to protect? Do you want to renew? And same thing with your hair. The, the, like I said, the, the internal 
you want to make sure you are just meeting your basic multivitamin needs. And then again, that extra support that's specific to your lifestyle, whether you might need collagen support, you might need toxin cleanses, or you might need energy, you know, B vitamins, or let's say your nutrition, you know, how's your nutrition? How's your, your diet? You might need, you know, some of that gut support too. So honestly, I would say is pretty much minus the makeup part. Just as <laughs> honestly, yeah. Yeah. So overall, um, I've seen some trending it, as far as hand health the skin of our hands, this, you know, our hands showing the first sign of age, uh, any additional tips or myth busters, you know, we've heard about sleep with gloves or put a pound of Vaseline on those hands before bed, et cetera. Any uh, teachings around this, our hand health and the skin as integrity, as far as guarding against liver spots and skin damage as well? So as if you're concerned with your hands is mainly just the dryness aspect of it, I would say the key is just reapplication of that second step, which is uh, that, that protect the barrier. Uh, it's so much work to keep the skin of the hands healthy because of the constant hand washing and hand sanitizer use. You I hate to say this, but you literally have to moisturize after every single time you wash your hands or use hand sanitizer. So it takes a lot more work to keep your the skin on your hands healthy versus I would say any other body part because you have to just be on top of it. In addition to that, if your concerns are the wrinkling, the uh, discoloration, or even the protection of just sun damage. You have to kind of do that sunscreen. I know that sounds crazy, but what a kind of tip that I like to do is whatever you do, whatever you're putting on your face, morning and night, just don't wash it off. Keep it on your hands um, because mm. that's extra anti-aging or discoloration treatment. It's going to um, you know, help your hands. And it's so funny because a lot of facial products, a lot of people have noticed um, a difference in one hand or one forearm because that's where they tend to kind of do the leftover. And they're like, oh my Interesting. God. Um, so <laughs> yeah. If you care about all of that, I would say just keep whatever you're putting on your face, rub it into your hands and forearms. Again, to your neck. I always like to say you don't want to look like you have a floating head. So put it on your neck, the back, and then on the hands and forearms, and you, you should get the same results, honestly, on your hands. But again, throughout the day, every single time you're done washing or using hand sanitizer, I know this sounds crazy, but you have to reapply the moisturizer, just a basic hand moisturizer. Yes. And, you know, take us to hydration. We all know to hydrate, to support all of these uh, tools that you've discussed as well. The most important thing that I would say, the most important ingredient, um, I'm not sure if you guys heard of ceramides or hyaluronic acid. Yeah. Those two natural uh, components that make up your dermis, which is your second layer skin, that's going to give you that, that support. So obviously what you're putting on is not natural. It's 
man-made version of it but that's what's going to support the the water content the moisture and the protection so if you can find a line i know cerave they're named cerave because of the ceramides um they're really good with um definitely recommend that for um the you know the bed bound the ones that are just kind of um, you're taking care of CeraVe if you just want something simple definitely CeraVe I tend to like them better than Cetaphil um, because they're so high in their concentration of ceramides which is again that main just kind of natural moisturizing and protection that's found in the skin and like I said the hyaluronic acid too so if you can find those two in the ingredient list you know, you got a good moisturizer on board. Love it. Love it. Well, wow, you have given us so many awesome tips and your enthusiasm for this division of medicine. It just comes through, which is just, it's awesome. And I'm sure our listeners will appreciate your love for all things skin. What do you tell your, what are your teaching points for your little ones? I, I find myself, you know, I have two rough and tumble boys. And I find myself saying, you have to take care of the skin that you're in. This is it. This is the only skin that you're in. Today, just today, I said to my oldest, who's nine, look at my knees. What happened to your knees with the football and the basketball and the different activities? So what are the, the tips that you give your little ones now that to to shape the way that they take care of their skin? It's so funny because they, um, my, my four-year-old calls me the um, lotion monster because I'm always attacking <laughs> lotion. Um, I think from the moment they're bo born, I'm constantly soaking them in moisturizer that it's just become second nature. Um, but the, pretty much what I, what I tell them, well, my four-year-old, is that, you know, her skin is, is the organ that protects her from the environment. And if she doesn't keep that healthy, things are gonna get bad things are gonna get in. So she has to keep her protector organ healthy. Um, so when I when I kind of present it that way, you know, the little kid's mind little goes like, oh wow, it's it. organ that's gonna protect me from like the bad things, you know. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of what I do. So and then just kind of creating that habit, you know, making it easy for them. There's literally lotion right next to every hand soap in every sink of my house uh, to make that next step really, you know, easy. You know, in your purse, <laughs> keep that moisturizer in there. So when you're out and about, you're kind of following through with that. And I kind of came up with like, cause it's a jar of Aquaphor I really have. So I'm like a little hit, a little dip for your hands and your lips. <laughs> I love I it. And I'm like, okay, you're done washing. Do your little hit, the little dip for your hands and your lips. So she does it. So um, that's what I do for kids. A little dip for your hands and your lip and that your skin is the, the largest thing that protects you from outdoors, you know, the bad stuff. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Well. Thank you so much for joining us on the Care Pod today. Great tips. Provenskincare.com, Nutrifold.com, cleanse, protect, renew. Love it. And a little dip for your lips. Oh, tell me again. Little dip for your hands and your lips. <laughs> for your hands and your lips. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Anytime. Great information right from the source. For more information on how to care give like a boss, check out impactfulcaregiving.com. 
Want to be a guest on the show? Contact us at carepod at impactfulcaregiving.com.